0: good morning hello 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 <laughs> how are we today are we all good yeah well I'm glad about that um oh my goodness it is monday everybody's going back to school and i'm going to work oh that's it just all work and no play anymore (laughs) so um are we all getting ready for work not for work are we all getting ready for school some of you will be going back for the first time today um but i think today will be the the last day that there's going to be sort of because everybody goes back at different times don't they um so I think today's probably the last day that everybody, you know, I think it will be everyone will be back at school now, whether it be in their new schools, their new classes, the same one that they were in last year. Um, I think everybody's going to be back today. So if it's your first day um, after the holidays today, then good luck go there and smash it. <laughs> and if you've been there for a week or more or um just a few days carry on smashing it. So do you know what I consider myself very very lucky because my children are not early risers. I wake up every morning very early, but my children tend to stay in bed which I quite enjoy because I can get up, I can have a cup of coffee and i can just chill with no drama first thing in the morning and that's always very very good however (laughs) i can tell by the time my i start getting messages from you all what time you get up and i don't think some of you you must get up very, very early um, because you send me messages with the answers to riddles and things um, extremely early. (laughs) So, um, we have... Let's have a look. Um, 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 Yesterday's riddle was... Uh, everyone has it and no one can lose it. What is it? Well I had I'm gonna mention two people because um we had um the, the first one, the first message that came in, the story hadn't even been out um thirty minutes. Or at half an hour uh it was probably um they'd woken up listened to the story and then immediately messaged so <laughs> you must have been awake very very early um so that was Shelemah and Bin, la- bin Yarman. so <laughs> um and you got the answer right um but then two minutes later Two minutes later, I got another one, and it was from Ariana. Um, now, her her um, answer wasn't correct. However, when you think about the riddle, it actually could have been the answer. So, well done to Ariana. Um, well done to Shalema and Binyamin for getting the answer correct. But well done to Ariana for thinking outside the box and finding another answer so the answer the correct answer was shadow um but ariana guessed your name so it could well have been your name couldn't it um and she was very happy apparently that we used her riddle um a couple of days ago which was the one that smells the same at breakfast lunch and dinner so which was the nose and if you've Anybody else has got any riddles? Please send them in so that I don't run out of riddles. <laughs> so, today's um riddle is I have wings, I am able to fly. I'm not a bird, yet I soar high in the sky. What am I? Mm. So, hey diddle diddle, here is the riddle. You have to get your thinking caps on and riddle me that. I have wings, I am able to fly. I'm not a bird, but I soar high in the sky. What am I? Mm. So, um I would like answers to that, please. <laughs> Now, as you know, it was yesterday was um, International Bacon Day. So did anyone eat bacon? I have to admit I did. Um, I can eat bacon any day. It doesn't have to be International Bacon Day. Quite happy to eat bacon anytime. time. I know, again, I will say, I know some of you will not be able to eat bacon for various reasons, either religious or for um uh because you're vegetarian or something like that but so i'm sorry um and i don't want to upset anybody but um i just like to you know like to say that it's international bacon day today there isn't a day um which is surprising but tomorrow there is and tomorrow i love tomorrow's day i won't tell you what it is But I will absolutely love tomorrow's day. So, um, right, where are we? I am going to shout out to Leo as well, who always guesses, and he always guesses correctly, um, the riddles, um, but he's not often first. So I am going to shout out to him. Well done, Leo, because um, I don't want you to, you know not carry on guessing because you always get them right it's just that you're not not very often uh first so but we'll shout out to you today well done leo now uh yesterday we had i did something that we did i don't very often do and that's read a book that i've already read before and i did that because Um, I was asked to read a Mr. Man book and I've read all our Mr. Men books. So, um, and I don't have, well, I don't have very many. I only have a few little Miss books and I've read those as well. So um, it's, it was kind of difficult. I didn't want to disappoint George um, because he specifically asked for a Mr. Man book. But what I did yesterday was... um, I was going to wait until Wednesday and go down to the library and see if um, they've got any there now I don't know whether they've got any there, but I was going to keep my fingers crossed and really hope and get them out if they if they do. However, what I also did was I went on something called Facebook now you've probably all heard of Facebook but you're probably not old enough to have Facebook um, because it's for more grown-up people. Um, but I went on Facebook yesterday and asked all my friends on there if anyone had any Little Miss or Mr. Men books that I could borrow. And um, somebody who's got two children, a little boy and a little girl, they listened to... My stories, and they live in America, um, in somewhere called Minnesota, um, and their mummy's name is Misty. Now, Misty, um, bless her, has sent me um, all. Well, I think she, I think she was going to send me um, all their little miss books but the postage was so expensive that she decided it was cheaper to go um onto uh a shop online and buy some and then um buy some second hand and just get them to d- deliver to them to me direct so it was cheaper that way So I do have some at the end of that very long rigmarole of a story. um, It means we do have some Little Mist books coming. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much to Misty. Um, And um, George, we will be able to read some. So I'm just waiting for them to arrive. So you'll be happy to know that we will be able to read them. Happy days. So I do have lovely, lovely people in my life that you know they want to help. Um, so I have 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 a fun fact now. Who has heard of a pufferfish? Now, if you Google pufferfish, if you look it up, um, you'll see that it's actually a big fish but if it senses danger it puffs up into a big ball now if you eat part of a puffer fish it can kill you so it's very very dangerous which is why because they do that it's in a defense it's a defense mechanism uh, to ward off predators so that's why it's dangerous, but it contains a deadly chemical called tetrodotoxin or something like that. <laughs> um, and there's enough in one pufferfish to kill thirty people. So stay well away from them. They are dangerous things because there's also no antidote. So it means that. There's no way of getting you better if you take it. However, what is most interesting is that in Japan, puffer fish, or they call it fugu, I think, is a highly prized delicacy. So they eat it, but it can only be prepared and cooked by well-trained chefs. Now I don't think somehow I would risk it. Who would risk it? You would go into a restaurant and ask for them to specially cook something that might just be so dangerous. <sighs> However well-trained the chef, I don't think I would. I'm not that much of a brave person. <laughs> now, my my sister's husband works for Jamie Oliver, who is a big chef over here. He's a very well-known chef in England. I don't know what he's like anywhere else in the world. Um, but he's one of my favourite chefs. And um, I think he's an amazing cook. Um But I still possibly wouldn't even trust him to cook some puffer fish. (laughs) So, I don't know. All these people that have weird, weird and wonderful things. But that's what makes the world go round, isn't it? Anyway, that's enough of me talking. I'm going to read a story. So, I thought we would read um, another chapter of Gobelino the witch's cat. What do you think? So, um, if you remember, at the end of uh, chapter two, they'd all deserted poor Gobelino because he wasn't a proper witch's cat because he had white on him and he was not pure black so chapter three sounds nicer because it sounds like he gets a little bit happy because it's called Gobelino finds a home so here goes The witch and her cat, Grimolkin, had been so unkind to him that little Gobolino was not sorry to be without them. But all the same, it is a terrible thing for so young a kitten to be left all alone. And he spent some hours at the door of the cavern crying bitterly and wondering what was to become of him. ''Suppose they never come back?'' sobbed Gobolino. ''What shall I do? What shall I do?'' But, at last, the idea came to him that if his mother Grimalkin and her mistress, the witch, had really left him for good, there was no need for him to stay in the cavern and be a, a witch's cat anymore. He could go out into the world wherever he pleased. Oh, and he could find a happy home to live in for ever and ever. When this happy idea had struck little Gobolino he stopped crying immediately and began to look around him. The witch's cavern was on the edge of a forest, but not very far away were fields and woods and a river. And beyond these must be houses and farms and cities such as he had seen from his ride on the witch's broomstick. Surely somewhere there must be a comfortable hearth and kind people willing to offer a happy home to a little cat. Gobelino washed his face and then his coat and paws very carefully before he left the cavern forever. He trotted through the fields, feeling very bold and brave, till the forest was out of sight behind him. And there in front was the river, winding its way in and out of reeds and shallows, bubbling and churning like the spell water in the witch's cauldron, or flowing smoothly with bright fishes in it that caught little Gobolino's hungry eye and made his mouth water. He had had nothing to eat the whole day long, and the sight of those bright fishes reminded him how hungry he was. Never mind, said Gobelino. Presently, I shall come to a fine, big farmhouse with a fine, big kitchen where they will invite me in and give me a saucer of milk and a corner by the fire. Then they will ask me to live with them for ever. Gobelino, the kitchen cat, as he said this, he thought of his little sister, Sutika, apprenticed to the witch high up on the hurricane mountains, and he began to cry again. But after all, it was what she had wished for, so there was no more to be said about it. Presently, Gobolino met a little bridge that crossed the river from bank to bank. It was a very narrow bridge, no more than a plank, and so low over the water that the little cat could touch the ripples with his paw as they passed beneath it. He thought he might catch a fish this way, so he settled himself in the middle of the plank and waited until one of the beautiful creatures should come swimming by. Before long, a lovely trout, in pink and gold and blue, swam slowly downstream towards him. (gasps) Little Gobolino trembled with excitement and waited for it to pass beneath the plank. He stretched out his paw, the very same moment as the trout saw him and flashed by with a scornful swoosh of its tail. The little cat made one wild grab after it, reached too far, overbalanced and tumbled head over heels into the water. There was a terrible splash and commotion as he thought he was drowning and then Gobolino began to swim He swam and swam as the river carried him swiftly downstream far from the forest and the cavern where he was born He swam till the river ran into farmland towards a great mill where the mill wheel waited to churn Gobelino into a thousand bits <gasps> The little cat did not know his danger, and it was lucky for him that the children of the farm were playing on the river bank just above the mill stream. Look, look they cried to one another. Here comes a kitten swimming for its life. Oh my goodness it will get caught in the mill wheel, said one of the little girls. Quick, quick and get it out. Her brothers ran to get a stick and fished out gobolinos as they might have fished a plum out of one of their mother's pies. What a black coat he has, they said. Oh, it's almost tabby, said the little girls. And what beautiful bright eyes, said their brothers. They are a beautiful blue, said the little girls. He has three black paws, said the boys but one is pure white, said the girls. They took Gobolino into the farm to show him to their mother. Oh, the farm was fine and big, and it was the kind of kitchen Gobolino had dreamed of. There were redstone tiles and bright pots and pans sitting on shelves all the way around the room. There was a blazing fire in the hearth and a kettle singing on the hob. There was a baby in a cradle that rocked as the children's mother pushed it gently to and fro. "'Oh, what a lucky cat I am,' he said to himself, in spite of his weariness and cold. "'Here is the first house I come to, the home of my dreams.' "'a friendly roof, a good fire, a worthy mother and kind-hearted children. "'Now I can settle down happily and be a plain little kitchen cat forever and ever.' "'The farmer's wife took Gobolino on her lap and wiped his wet fur with a warm cloth. "'And where do you come from, my little cat?' she asked him kindly. How did you come to fall in the terrible mill stream? Don't you know you might have been drowned? Yes, ma'am, replied Gobelino gratefully. I fell in catching fishes. I came down from the cavern in the forest up yonder and the river brought me down here. When his fur was dry, the farmer's wife gave him a good drink of warm milk and while she went out to milk the cows, he amused the children and the baby by all kinds of strange tricks that every witch's kitten knows by heart. He made blue sparks come out of his whiskers and red ones out of his nose. He became invisible and then visible again and hid himself in all kinds of strange places for them to find him again. In the cuckoo clock, in a teacup, in the farmer's shoe, till the children were tired of laughter and begged him to be quiet and give them a little peace. In the middle of all this, the farmer himself came in to tea, he kissed the children all around, But when he saw Gobolino at his tricks, he suddenly became very grave and soon shooed them all off to bed in a hurry, while the little cat curled himself up in a wooden box under the kitchen table that the farmer's wife herself had provided for him there. What a lucky cat I am, he said, as he tucked away his three black paws and the white one and closed his beautiful blue eyes now my troubles are over forever and ever I am Gobelino the kitchen cat Wow the farmer didn't seem very pleased to see him did he Maybe it was the tricks he was doing. They were a little bit suspicious, weren't they? So, maybe tomorrow we will find out what happens. Does he go carry on being Gobelino the kitchen cat? Or does he get left again? Let's wait and see. <laughs> anyway, I am going to go and sort breakfast out before my monsters all get up. And then I'm going to get them sorted for school. And I'm going to get sorted for work. So, you are all to have the most wonderful day, okay? I want to know why, if you're not having a good day today, I want to know everything. because your day should be perfect every single day. Anyway, um, I will hopefully see you tomorrow and we will read another story and we will have another riddle. We'll have the answer to today's riddle and we will um, have another fun fact. Oh, We do get through a lot of things, don't we? So you all have the best amazing day ever and make sure that while you're making memories, you take care and you stay safe. Okay, and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.